January the 19th, 2024, 2 Samuel chapter 14. Thy will be done. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. You indeed are an awesome God. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just with all things being relational. And Father God, we thank you this morning. Thank you for your love, dear God. Thank you for your unwavering grace, your peace, your joy. Thank you for strength, Lord God. Thank you for wisdom, wisdom from your Holy Spirit. We bless you, Father God. We exalt you and we look forward this day to receive our daily bread that we might be instruments of righteousness for you, the Lord, our God, that you may use us in every way that you see fit. We bless you, Lord God. We thank you. We pray this in the precious and majestic name of your son, Jesus. Glory, glory, hallelujah. And family, again, I thank you. Thank you for being with me this morning, this afternoon, this evening, wherever, whatever time it may be, wherever you may be in the world. Thank you. Indeed, it's an honor and a privilege. And thank you guys for continuing to reach out on the WhatsApp platform. Again, I say, when I hear from you guys and I'm very able to conversate or um, text back to you guys, indeed, it's, an, it's, 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 it's encouragement. It allows me to know that because we're doing life together, we're encouraging one another and we're in the will of God. So as we continue in the second book of Samuel chapter 14, we recognize that after David sinned with Bathsheba, although he was forgiven, you can still sense a shift in the flow of events as things start to unfold. I must say if if you believe that you are in a season where you think you are being punished for your past sin, don't give into that fallacy. Although there are consequences for our past sins, yes, but we still have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of us. Therefore, we must rely on the Word of God in its entirety. You know, because of the many errors of my past, one of my favorite scriptures is Romans 8:28, which says, For we know that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Family, this implies that there will be some things that appear bad, difficult, or challenging. But God promises that if you love and serve his purpose, his will, you can expect good not from one not from two not from three but from all things take some time to let that sink in let that marinate for a minute holy spirit as the character of david a man after god's own heart and those around him continue to unfold help us to discern the practical applications for the current season of our lives so that we may serve as an instrument of righteousness for the Lord our God. We pray this in the mighty and majestic name of Jesus, our Savior, 
and Lord. Glory, hallelujah. Be blessed on today, family. 2 Samuel chapter 14. Thy will be done. Now Joab, the son of Zuriah, knew that the king's heart went out to Absalom. And Joab sent to Tekoa and brought from there a wise woman and said to her, Pretend to be a mourner and put on mourning garments. Do not anoint yourself with oil, but behave like a woman who has been mourning many days for the dead. Go to the king and speak thus to him. So Joab put the words in her mouth. When the woman of Tekoa came to the king, she fell on her face to the ground and paid homage and said, Save me, O king. And the king said to her, What is your trouble? She answered, Alas, I am a widow, my husband is dead, and your servant had two sons, and they quarreled with one another in the field. There was no one to separate them, and one struck the other and killed him. And now the whole clan has risen against your servant, and they say, Give up the man who struck his brother, that we may put him to death for the life of his brother, whom he killed. And so they would destroy the heir also. Thus they would quench my coal that is left and leave to my husband neither name nor remnant on the face of the earth. Then the king said to the woman, Go to your house, and I will order, and I will give orders concerning you. And the woman of Tekoa said to the king, On me be the guilt, my lord the king, and on my father's house. Let the king and his throne be guiltless. The king said, If anyone says anything to you, bring him to me, and he shall never touch you again. Then she said, Please let the king invoke the Lord your God, that the avenger of blood kill no more, and my son be not destroyed. And he said, As the Lord lives, not one hair of your son shall fall to the ground. Then the woman said, Please let your servant speak a word to my lord the king. He said, Speak. And the woman said, Why then have you planned such a thing against the people of God? For in giving this decision, the king convicts himself, inasmuch as the king does not bring his banished one from home, banish one home again. We must all die. We are like water spilled on the ground, which cannot be gathered up again. But God will not take away life, and he devises means so that the banished one will not remain an outcast. Now I have come to say this to my lord the king because the people have made me afraid, and your servant thought, I will speak to the king. It may be that the king will perform the request of his servant, for the king will hear and deliver his servant from the hand of the man who would destroy me and my son together from the heritage of God. And your servant thought, The word of my lord the king will set me at rest, for my lord the king is like the angel of God to discern good from evil. The Lord your God be with you. Then the king answered the woman, Do not hide from me a thing I ask you. And the woman said, Let my lord the king speak. The king said, Is the hand of Joab with you in all this? The woman answered and said, As surely as you live, my lord the king, one cannot turn to the right hand or to the left from anything that my lord the king has said. 
It is your servant Joab who commanded me. It was he who put all these words in the mouth of your servant. In order to change the course of things, your servant Joab did this. But my Lord has wisdom, like the wisdom of the angel of God, to know all things that are on the earth. Then the king said to Joab, Behold now, I grant this. Go, bring back the young man Absalom. And Joab fell on his face to the ground and paid homage and blessed the king. And Joab said, Today your servant knows that I have found favor in your sight, my lord the king, in that the king has granted the request of his servant. So Joab arose and went to Geshur and brought Absalom to Jerusalem. And the king said, Let him dwell apart in his own house. He is not to come into my presence. So Absalom lived apart in his own house and did not come into the king's presence. Now in all Israel there was no one such to be praised for his handsome appearance as Absalom. From the sole of his foot to the crown of his head there was no blemish in him. And when he cut the hair of his head, for at the end of every year he used to cut it, when it was heavy on him he cut it. He weighed the hair of his head, 200 shekels by the king's weight. There were born to Absalom three sons and one daughter whose name was Tamar. She was a beautiful woman. So Absalom lived two full years in Jerusalem without coming into the king's presence. Then Absalom sent for Joab to send him to the king, but Joab would not come to him. And he sent the second time, but Joab would not come. Then he said to his servants, See, Joab's field is next to mine, and he has barley there. Go and set it on fire. So Absalom's servants set the field on fire. Then Joab arose and went to Absalom at his house and said to him, Why have your servants set my field on fire? Absalom answered Joab, Behold, I sent word to you, come here, that I may send, that I may send you to the king to ask, Why have I come to Geshir? It would have been better for me to stay there. Now, therefore, let me go into the presence of the king. And if there is guilt in me, let him put me to death. Then Joab went to the king and told him, and he summoned Absalom. So he came to the king and bowed himself on his face to the, to the ground before the king. And the king kissed Absalom. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Thank you for your word this morning, Father God. Thy will be done. Family, friends, what is truly going on here? Has David looked to the Lord concerning the return of his son Absalom? Indeed, this is his son that he obviously loves. However, this is the same son, though he may, though he may have good reason or have had good reason, who had Amnon, his other son, killed. Has his heart changed? Being the oldest of David's sons, he would be next in line for the throne. Does he really have the character that is receptive to God as to lead the people of Israel? The text is not vivid, but I would say no, especially after having Joab's field set on fire in order to get a word with him. Family, don't allow the decisions in your life to be governed by your feelings and emotions. Seek 
the Lord's will. As we said at the beginning of this episode, we must love the Lord and serve His will, His purpose, if we expect all things to work for our good. Dear Lord, we bless you. We praise your holy name. When we acknowledged you as God, we are indirectly saying, have your way. We understand that you have given us feelings and emotions for our good. However, we further understand that they are not to govern our emotions. That is the role of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, have your way in our lives. These words that sound so simple are so easy to roll off our lips, but they are life-changing in their applications. Help us to surrender all to you daily, so all that we do is pleasing to God our Father. This prayer we submit in the mighty and majestic name of Jesus, our Savior and Lord. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Family, do be blessed on today. Be encouraged. As we said, these words are the words that we prayed. Holy Spirit, have your way. We know that they are simple words, I repeat again, to roll off our tongues, but in their applications, they are profound. Let the Lord, our God, let the Holy Spirit, let him lead you, let him guide you, let him direct you. And those of you, my friends, soon to be family, we know that these words that were spoken, that were spoken in your hearing on today, whether you listened today, whether you listened on yesterday, whether you heard last week, we know that these words may not have been clear to your mind or to your heart. And it's because of sin. Sin has blinded us all at some point in our lives. We all has been in a place, in a position where we've heard God speak, but were not able to comprehend the words fully because sin was so, or we were so engrossed, engrossed in sin that we did not let those words penetrate. But God said, if you confess your sins to him, he is faithful, he is just, to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If out of your mouth you call upon the name of Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead to pay the penalty, the price for your sin, you shall be saved. Your eyes shall be opened, your ears shall hear, you shall taste and see that the Lord our God, he is good and he is worthy to be praised. And we want to walk with you, family. This journey was not made to be walked alone. It was made to be shared with and in community. Let us come alongside you. We love you. Indeed, we do. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. In the meantime, family, let thy will be done, the Lord's will, and be a blessing to those around you. Glory, hallelujah.